Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different. In the words of Alex Rogers. Episode 45, Not Happy. Time for the show. Time to go. Time to go. Are you feeling okay? Uh, not really, but we'll get into that soon. Welcome back, my fine, ferocious, funny, finicky, flippant, and fuck, that's not the right word for you, because you're not flippant. You're here, you're with me, and together we make three times 3,000, hopefully. No, it's probably just three of you. Anyway, this is Alex Rogers... Recording and reporting from a timeless zone in which you're listening is the now. What's up, people? From another steeple. Well, here we are, gathered, everyone settled down, have a little seat, grab a snack, keep your hands to yourself, no massaging your partner, unless you have that consent, of course. You know, I, God, I once went to, um, 
<laughs> a non-denominational church for a couple visits. My problem with a church that calls itself non-denominational, but then absolutely keeps harking upon one deity from a nomination, a nom, nom, nominal, nom, 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 Anyway, it was one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, let's try that again, but not have the 14-year-old prepubescent voice. It was one of those spiritual centers where they actually will say, now I want you to hold your partner's hand. Go on, everyone, hold your partner's hand. Partner, you know, the one sitting next to you. You mean the guy I met 15 minutes ago? Yes. Hold his hand, and I want you two to look in each other's eyes. But no, can I just, no, go for it, come on. And I want you two to affirm. And get real firm with that affirmation. Oh, okay, that's not appropriate. Well, my friends, I hope you are doing okay. Um, and you know, okay is fine. You notice I didn't say I hope you're doing spectacularly. I didn't say uh, have a stupendous day. I, I hope you're genuinely, at the very least, okay. And, um, well, before I get into my little piece to talk about today, um, I do want to talk about how uh, there is a show that I am digging. First of all, folks, let me just take a swig of water here. Don't mind me. Got to keep that wessel, wess, that wessel. Here we come, a wesseling. <clears throat> Got to keep that whistle wet. I also worked earlier today, and my job at the grocery store does require me to use these pipes. As I say, hello, how are you? Great. Some bags for you today? Right on. May I also see some ID, please? Actually, you know what I say when uh, there's someone who has alcohol, and I can kind of tell that they... Or, you know, they're over the age, but I still want to uh, just just be sure. I always say, can I bug you for some ID real quick? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but yes, <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you all about a show that I've been getting into. Um, this is a sci-fi series, and it's relatively new. It's only as of this moment, in this episode right here, uh, we're about halfway through season two at the moment it's on hbo max so get yourself a subscription or find that friend or family member who says of course you can have my login and um check out raised by wolves this is my current new favorite show and it is absolutely out there sci-fi really, really good stuff. There are many themes to this show, and it's almost impossible to describe it in one sentence, but let me try. I would say, imagine that you never grew up on Earth, that you were in fact grown like a test tube child in a way, on a foreign planet, and your parents mother and father, are androids. 
And not like old 50s sci-fi clunky androids like machine people. No, no, we're talking like, well, to be quite specific, this is a, uh, a Ridley Scott produced show. And as such, it has a lot of Ridley Scott um, aesthetics to it. The world, the look of it, it, it's very alien or even Prometheus. Now, real quick on Prometheus. I'm, I, I really liked the first half of that movie. And then for me, the second half completely fell apart. And I still can't get over the fact that the freaking science officer in that movie um, is, is beckoning to some little creature in like the water... They're on a foreign planet. They don't know where they are. And he's there going, come here, little buddy. Come on. I, I do, I'm not going to do that to an Earth creature I'm not familiar with. Anyway, that's Prometheus. We're here to talk about Raised by Wolves. Point is, regardless of how I may feel about various plot points, the look to Prometheus is fantastic. And that's kind of what this show has. And also, the androids have that milky blood Fuel blood, it turns out it's called. And for all of us who remember Alien or Aliens, uh, or I guess really any of the uh, Alien movies that feature an android, they bleed out white. And it looks like milk. And they probably use milk uh, on the set, although I'm, I'm not sure. Probably something else. But anyway, this is a very out there show. And it's original as all hell. Just the title alone, Raised by Wolves. There are no wolves, so so, so sorry if there are any... Uh, not lycanthropic, that's not the word I'm looking for. That means like a werewolf, but I know lycos means wolf, so it's some kind of thing. All right, Alex, you're not impressing anyone with your half-knowledge of etymology. Of what? Shut, just forget it. Uh, but yes... It's a, it's a really, really good show. Um, another thing that, uh, to give you some background to the story here, why are there uh, test babies being grown on a foreign planet? And, you know, they're, they're normal humans. They grow up as normal humans. But they don't have actual real blood parents. They've been sort of... Um, the, the androids have been programmed to raise a family. And what's interesting is that the mother is a leftover model of a killing series of Android. Because Earth is blown to all hell at this point from the worst religious war Earth ever saw. And essentially, you have now a terrible schism <laughs> uh, uh, an opposition between atheists and those who are called the Mithraic. Now, the Mithraic, when you first see them, and this is in episode one, so I ain't spoiling much here, they look like crusader astronauts. Now, what I mean by crusader is, you know that look of like those guys way back in the day wearing those kind of white robes but with the belt around it and you have either maybe like the Richard the Lionheart red lion um, symbol on your chest or indeed that cross that Knights Templar cross well picture instead 
this red sun symbol. Not like the red circle on like the flag of Japan, but more like an actual like red sun with the with the like the sun burst, you know, those little ridges around it. Um, that they are followers of the deity Sol, S O L, which, as we may or may not know, translates to the sun. Now, this is very interesting because, you know, there have been throughout history on planet Earth sun worshippers. But imagine if it got to a ridiculous point where it almost feeds into interplanetary travel uh, outside of Earth. Because this is the big fear, right? We fuck up Earth and then we go out into space and we find new shit. But meanwhile, we haven't done anything to help out our own planet. And then... At some point, it's game over and everyone's going to have to leave Earth because it's completely inhospitable. And it looks to be that the um, the disaster happened when the religious faction, the Mithraic, created this type of android uh, female. They, they look like, yeah, I, I think they are. They're, they're like the angels of death. These were these types of android women that would float in the air in a crucifix position, right? And they scream out energy, literally like, and it, anything in the path of that scream is blown to bits of spaghetti. You are fucking exploded. There's no defense against it. And they utterly destroyed the planet. But one of them was reprogrammed to be a mother. And not just any mother, the mother of the next wave of humanity, which will have to grow up on another planet altogether. It's fascinating, folks, looking at how the Mithraic, they are the, you know, the, the religious folk who follow the ways of soul, looking at the atheists, and... Like any well-told drama, or sci-fi, whatever, the point is a good story, you don't paint one side one way completely. There are pros and cons to a completely religious culture and a completely atheistic science-is-all-there-is culture. Well, I don't want to spend too much talking about it. I just definitely recommend that if you are in the mood for, I mean, really, the word for it is original. And so many great ideas. And it's edgy enough and out there enough to be like, say, maybe like a Black Mirror type of thing, but it doesn't nearly leave you as, like, fucked up in your stomach as you often are from Black Mirror. And um, I, I really hope that this show catches on. I hope they don't prematurely cancel it because it does seem to be... I, I talked to some people and they've heard of it. They haven't jumped on. I, I even saw posters for it and thought, it looks okay. And then I needed some good friends at work to be like, no, 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 bro, bro, you you need to jump on it. So it's not... I sometimes accidentally call it Dances with Wolves. That is not what it is. It's Raised by Wolves. Um, to, two completely different stories. Yes. Well, my friends, 
that's that. That's the little sort of has nothing to do with me, and it's easy enough to talk about a TV show, and there's no messiness there, right? Well, now it's time for me to get a little bit honest about how I'm feeling these days. Now, I'm not sure if anyone here signed up for that. In fact, I I don't know to what degree my show even is still. We're on episode 45, baby. And even 45 episodes in, I'm still figuring out how much silliness I put in and how much sincerity I put in. And quite honestly, if I can, I'd like to have a constant yin-yang ratio of the two. But I want to say something that may not even make sense considering how chipper I've sounded so far in this episode. But you know, when I sit down to record, there is a part of me being a showman that kind of brings the energy, pops forward. And it's actually what I do at work. And a lot of people will sometimes say, well, you're in a good mood. And sometimes I want to say, oh, if only you knew how much I'm suffering inside, which is such a me, poor me kind of sentence. So we're all suffering to some degree. I'm going to be talking about some negative emotions, folks. I am not special in this way. We are all going through something. If you are alive in the COVID era, something is going down in your world. And it is what it is. Now, I don't really know if my frustrations right now are COVID-related, but this, this isolated time, this limbo of our, what are we doing? Is this going to be forever? Is this one more week? This, this time period is tough for a lot of us. And essentially, folks, what I want to talk about right now is just something that I've been going through recently, and I have to s- just start it with this big sentence. I'm not happy. I'm not happy right now. I can honestly, truly say that there's something dark in my soul right now. Now, when I say something like, I'm not happy, I don't know how you're reacting at home, but in my mind, I always have little reactionary audiences, and I'm already projecting these voices in my mind that are going like, well, if you're not happy, you must therefore be completely miserable. No, folks, I w- uh, here's the thing. I want to live in a world in which we can tell each other how we feel, and all of us understand, both the sharer and sherry, that <laughs> the sherry, mon chéri, I, that what you're feeling is valid and also not forever. We certainly hope not. But I have not been happy for a while and I am currently not happy. Now, that doesn't mean I'm depressed. I think I do have some depressive things happening right now, but I am not unhappy. Stamp. That's what it is. But, 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 I, but I truly am lacking some happiness right now. And I'm okay now, but boy, earlier today, even just the word happy. When you're not feeling it, and people are urging you to, like, you know, you got to stay happy in this world. I, I, sometimes that word happy, it sounds fucking stupid. Now, before you all get defensive, like, what's wrong with happy? What's wrong with happy? Well, just say the word. 
and tell me it doesn't kind of sound like a four-year-old came up with it. Happy, happy, is everybody happy? You know, it's, it's, it's a very good feeling. We like to be happy. But it doesn't, it sounds silly. It sounds like you're disregarding everything. <laughs> it sounds like the world's burning around you, but I'm happy. I don't know. It's the it's the it's that P part at the end that just makes it sound kind of flippant and and like it's doing a backflip. It's like happy. And you know, I can make fun of it all I want, but the truth of the matter is it is something good to feel. And I I guess sometimes when we say we we want to be happy, we really mean I want to be content. I want to be whole. I, but even those, see, see, this is the problem with words. Those sound too sterile. Content. Whole. That sounds like someone who's like, I am bored, but not panicking. Whereas happy sounds silly. However, it is silly when we're happy. Oh, no. Do we have a leaf blower now outside? You come on, you fuckers. God damn it. It's, folks... It's, funny enough, it's almost, it's almost 420, folks, but I have not smoked yet. It's too late in the afternoon for you to be, well, they're not going to hear me. Oh, God. One sec, folks. All right, folks. Well, we're back for now. And, um, (laughs) yep, this only proved my point here. I've just been sitting here just stewing, just fucking angry. It just being like, what? who the fuck at f- this late in the afternoon needs to come and do a leaf-blowing job around here? And then I look out and I just see, it's just a guy. He's just trying to do his job. But I'm thinking that whoever hired him to do this, I, I folks, I can't control my brain sometimes. When I get mad... I cast an entire epic film of characters. They all have faces, and they all are intentionally being fucking stupid. Now, before anyone goes, exactly, you're spinning a fantasy, don't fucking tell me that people are not daily fucking stupid. Dumb people are doing dumb shit every fucking dumb moment of the day. And in moments like this where there's some loud noise going on outside, I, I, I look to, you know, the, okay, who, who, who are the people who are, who, who are hiring this person to do this? And, and, and are, how fucking comfy are they? And they're making the rest of us have to hear this. They probably don't even live here. They're living on some hill going, isn't it great that we have our seventh house? Why do all the little people complain so much if they just invested in crypto? <laughs> or whatever that whatever stupid fucking thing that they have several legs up on the rest of us over and we can't do anything about. And all of this and blah blah blah. It ain't going anywhere. And it has no point. But Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
but I've been going into zones like that, people. I've been so angry recently. I really have been mad. And I'll tell you who I've been a spell. Actually, mm, okay, so let me start with this. I've been mad at men, particularly. I don't fight. I haven't fought since I was in fourth grade in some little scuffle with a fifth grader. I, I, I never had a street fight. I didn't get into scraps as a teenager. But for some reason, <clears throat> this close to 40, I've been in the mood to beat the shit out of some dumb men who I encounter. Like the guy who I described in a few episodes ago who wouldn't wear his mask. Like, oh, did I even talk about... Well... We had a shoplifter also at the uh, store. I don't know if I talked about this. Just some dude who ran off, but I I followed this guy. It, 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 apparently, he ran past us with, with a bunch of shit. People were like, he's stealing, he's stealing. And I start running after the guy. What the hell am I doing? Luckily, luckily, I woke the fuck up because I was catching up with him too. I could have grabbed him. And I was like, Alex, what are you doing? This guy might have a knife. He might have a gun. He might have a disease. He could have anything going on here. Don't get near him. But you know what I did, my friends? And I'm not proud of this. Because it was only after I said all of this that I realized this dude is not entirely here on planet Earth. And he ain't exactly what we might call privileged. But he was heading out with all these stolen goods. And I just yelled after him. And I just said, like, you're fucking stupid. You're an idiot. We know where you live. Well, actually, I didn't say we know. I said we know your face because he was not masked. We know what you look like. You're not going to get away with this. You're a fucking fool. Actually, you know, I, I will say and honestly, in the moment, I didn't lay any F-bombs because I knew my <laughs> bosses were behind me. But I was ridiculing this guy. And a lot of me wanted to chase after him and trip him. And just have him fall down and just fucking ridicule him. And you know who I've also been fucking angry at? Because if we really get honest, you know, a lot of... I, I have a theory that we men who walk around with aggression, it's usually directed at probably one person long ago who really fucked us over. You know, I'll speak for myself, folks. I've talked about him on several episodes before. You all know the crazy drama that went down with my dad. If you don't, please refer to episode 37, because I needn't repeat it all here. Since that time, there was a moment where I just kind of said, all right, whatever, dad, go with God, go with life, do your thing, I'm done, whatever. And then I got kind of depressed and then I got kind of apathetic about it. And recently, I've been back to being mad at the guy. And even though, <clears throat> in my heart of hearts, I know I gave him the best comeback you could ever do. When he tried to antagonize me, all I did was say, Hey, Dad, what's up? And it made him completely run for the hills and have nothing to say in return. So one could argue I won the fight. Certainly the battle... Some might even argue I've won the war because there's really nothing left to hope for or fight over with with my father. Nevertheless, I've been holding on to a severe grudge against him 
and it still has felt like he gets away with everything. He's not. He's a miserable fool. You have to be completely miserable and completely off balance to hit up your son who you've not spoken to in years, plural, and say stupid shit like that. However, that's not enough for me. You know when people say like, ah, let that asshole go. He has to live with himself tonight. You know what? That's not good enough for me because I'm not convinced that asshole dumb people actually know what they are when they go to sleep. I know some of you are saying, no, 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 Alex, you don't know that. Everybody has to face themselves in the quiet moment at night. They all do. No, I'm sorry. I don't trust dumb people to have any introspection. I think dumb people who cause people hurt, they sleep blissfully. I'll speak from my own experience. My father would terrorize the house, leave my mother and I destroyed, and he would snore blissfully for eight straight, uninterrupted, full REM. Good morning, world. Sleep. That's what he gets to have after terrorizing his family. And I use painful memories as excuses to not try harder. That's at least what it seems to be. I don't know if that's if it's as cut and dry as that, but that's certainly what I have been feeling and what I've been going through. And I've been carrying this rage around with me and I've been expressing it to some of my friends and even some of my closest family. And they have very true words for me, but I can't hear them right now. They're saying things like, we want you to be happy because you're not sounding happy right now, Alex. And that's true. I'm, I'm not very happy right now. I'm still goofy. I can still keep it funny. but And I certainly can keep it nice. I know how to turn it on for people. But I am starting to now let myself growl and get real negative and moody. And I go up to my friends. And the problem with me in these moods is that nothing can soothe me. People really try, but... You know, I usually am told something like, well, you can't stay in that forever. I know, I know. And then, you know, the worst part is is I get mad at them for not getting to this level of anger that I'm feeling or assuming that they don't, when in fact they might. They just don't do it around me or they do it differently. But I have been feeling a type of male rage in which I want to fight men and blame women. Oof. Not good, people. I mean, just saying that out loud. (laughs) Fighting men part sounds a little enticing, but blaming women? I don't want to be that guy. I do not want to be that guy. And I'm starting to take things real personally these days, like too personally. You know, I don't let assholes go. Um, If I'm hoping that I'm having a flirty connection with a woman and then it's clear as day that she's not into me and then off she goes, I get resentful and I start bad-mouthing her in my mind. This is not the place I want to be, but at the same time, folks, I'm reporting from this current place. You know me, folks. I rec- I'm always recording and reporting from a timeless zone. And this, and this time, 
which will eventually be timeless all over again because I don't believe in stuck emotions. But I'm not happy right now. And I'm full of negativity and I just am really going through the hate spells. And people get, oh, don't go to hate. Hate is a ter- I know, I know, I know. I won't stay there forever, folks, but it's like, it's like, well, don't drink, it's bad. Yet we know, we know, but some of us have problems. And I think I've been sort of entertaining some demons for a long time now, and they're starting to catch up with me because the older we get, those demons settle down and that bitterness happens. You know, I've been, I've been, and I I don't think it's anything wrong. It just, this is part of life, but like, Life just gets to be a little bit more, you know? When you're in your teens, when you're in your 20s, you have, uh, you know, barring any intense, horrible trauma that does happen to you during that time, for the most part, it's a lighter time. It, I, I, I've been in a bit of mourning for that younger part of me that was like 19 or 20 and just kind of was like, well, I don't know, let's try it out. <laughs> and nowadays I've been very bitter. And I I weave lots of instant fantasies in my mind. And again, like the one I described earlier, it's like I get mad at the guy with the leaf blowing thing, but then I assume it's not his fault. And then I go up the chain of like where it all is. And I always seem to project in my mind this room of like, Grown adults acting like teenagers, sort of lazily playing with the rest of us like we're broken action figures or dolls. And they're sitting there going, do it again, press their buttons again. <laughs> I mean, it's usually where I go. I, I think of like childish, bratty, grown people too. You know, grown people who say things like, I don't like scary movies. And by the way, I'm 47. You know, I I don't like scary movies, but I love killing the masses. So, you know, it's... What I've been feeling is this sort of like blaming vindictive rage. It starts with my father... But it doesn't just end there, folks. And I know that there is something to be done here in which I need to manage my emotions better. I know, I know, I know. But have you folks ever noticed that there are thematic traumas out there? You know how you'll meet people. It's not the same person as your father, but they are representative of that fucking dumb quality in this world. Or, you know, if it's if it's a woman that you're triggered by, you might meet other women and there's just something about them that remind you of that first woman. People, many dumb men and many dumb women have a very common source. It's almost like they're drinking from the same damn pond. I just wonder, do they know that they're all, do they look to each other and going, hey, good to see you here at the stupid pond. Yeah, I'm getting a full gulp myself. But they remind us of the first dumb person, that mother or that father, or that person of that similar echelon of high affect towards us. 
So I'm just, I don't know, folks. The, the, the last thought that I can sort of say here is, I was talking to some of my closest and I was saying, don't you guys ever get angry? Because in my mind, they're a little too calm about everything. <laughs> look, at me, I'm, look at me, I'm criticizing others for not going where I am. And as I said those words, I kind of realized that the anger that I feel when I'm in these moments is like a really bad drug. A drug I can't get off of because, I'll be honest, further, folks, it kind of feels good. Well, not good. It's comfy. Now, I've never done cocaine, but I can imagine it would be like that. It would be like me yelling. It's like I'm an addict, right? I have a cocaine problem. And it's like I go up to all of my my straight-edge friends, and I'm like, don't you ever fucking do cocaine? And they're like, well, no, bro. I mean, we're, we're trying to relate. We're trying to help you. But n- no, I, it's, it's, I, I mean, I do. I smoke weed or I have a drink or, you know, it kind of reminds me of that. And it's like I'm, I'm mad that others aren't hooked on the same drug that I am. I do feel a little alone, though, sometimes, folks. You know, I'm, I'm an only child and I'm, that means I'm the only one who saw the horrors of my father. And as much as I've talked about it all these years, way before I did this podcast, I've always been verbally open and honest about those times. I've even been in therapy. And I still find myself, I mean, this is all most likely, you know, exacerbated by the fact that, you know, I had that incident from him a few months ago or really like half a year ago now at this point. And, uh, yeah, folks, that's just, you know, I don't, (laughs) it's hard for me to leave this episode on any high note because I don't really have any other high notes other than just simply the exploratory tones I've been doing right now. But truly, all I can say, my friends, is at the moment, these recent days, I'm not happy. But please don't worry for me because I just want to share that truth with you. I just simply want to say that I'm not happy, but that's not the period at the end of the last sentence of the book. I'm not happy. I don't know where I'm going to find the happiness next. I don't know how long this will last. And then once I find that happiness, I don't, lo- I don't know how, how long till I go back into this. It is rather up and down, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, my friends. That's how I want to just simply say that I'll be okay. I won't be doing anything crazy towards myself or others. At least not until the next episode. Promise y'all. So please don't worry for me. Well, okay, worry just a little bit. Have, no, no, I'm kidding. No, I don't want worry. I'm not even, I'm not asking for nothing. I just want to share that recently I haven't been happy. And at this moment, I'm not very happy. But saying that and being honest about that at least feels pretty okay. More emotions to come, more experiences to relay. 
in the mean in between. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your rhyme. In the Words of Alex Rogers is a podcast orbiting the mothership of Wild 7 Studios. Music by Inca Rose. Keep your ears open for storyscapes, simpin' after dark, and other audio goodies from Wild 7. And keep your eyes open for its first feature-length film, Debbie and the Devil. <laughs>